I think today we're going to, at least I'm planning on focusing more on patriotism here in the U.S. because we have a special holiday coming up. Um, I would say just as important as Juneteenth. Uh, I would say for cultural reasons, Juneteenth is definitely more important right now, though. Wouldn't you agree, Jared? Sure. Yeah. But the uh, holiday I'm talking about is the 4th of July. Cool. Well, yeah, so I think we're good. That is good. Yeah, so... uh, do you want the music? Let's let's do the. I don't know why, man. I just like the music. Once again, you. it's a it's I a like vibe it too, especially kind of thing. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I like all the little random music we have yeah, you here. Do. You do. You do. We work hard for this stuff, Jared. <laughs> you do. Oh, speaking of music, my telly build is almost done. Maybe we should. I'll, uh, I got I got it upstairs. We'll snap a couple pics. Pop it on the gram today. Because once again, Jared, you know the the beauty of hobbies and things during quarantine or just living life is uh you know building things making things you know i think being creative is a is a good outlet so we'll pop that up there for you for all of our music people tuning in to the untranslatable podcast well without further ado hello and welcome to the untranslatable podcast today we have an uh, exciting episode all about patriotism and uh, we're going to be focusing on u.s patriotism today at least i will be i'm pretty sure that's what we're focuses on because we do have a holiday coming up uh well it will actually already have come and passed i guess when this episode drops if i'm breaking the fourth wall here um but it is fourth of july which is when the uh united states said uh no thank you britain we're going to do things our own way and declared independence so uh, we're here to celebrate the independence day uh, and talk about patriotism because i think independence day is a way that a lot of americans show their patriotism uh quite a bit and maybe even a little too much so uh, in some people's opinions uh so we'll be talking about that today so my man who brings the uh the balance and the clarity and the knowledge and facts to this podcast that aren't meme news my buddy jared what's going on jared that was I was actually quite flattered with that uh, introduction you just gave me up until you said facts. And I was like, I can't promise that. <laughs> right up until that, I felt was flattered. I was like, oh, no, he's he's just put me into a, something I definitely will not be delivering on. We've got to figure out a hand signal or something when like I start to go off on the intros. You can be, hey, rein it back in. Rein it back in. <laughs> I will say this, though. Here's one fact I'll drop early, and that is that we are going to be focusing on American patriotism because... Patriotism, if I'm not mistaken, is a American thing. I mean, a patriot is someone that fought in the war against the British. That is what a patriot is. To to Americans, yes. Oh, but isn't that where the term comes from? I th- I'm not sure. See, this is where the facts already goes off right. the rails. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, you would have to look at the etymology of the word patriot. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Which sure. We can do very quickly. All right. Well, I'll, let me I'll look it up. Yeah. I'm While sure he's doing from, that, I'm willing to bet you it comes from French. Maybe. Let me I know. Would be, uh, yeah. While he's doing that, please, everyone, if you have a chance, or if you don't, regardless, make time and uh, spread a little love. Follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. As Chad mentioned, maybe it'll be in this podcast or not. He has a fancy guitar that he's been building. Actually, it's not that fancy. That's why he's been uh, building it. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Just some screws and some bolts, Jared. Um, uh, he's made some progress. You know, during this quarantine, you have to have activities. And uh, and I, I like to see Chad's having activities. You can also follow us on Twitter, my activity, Twitter, mm-hmm. where I retweet nonsense and some facts. 
And I also post things like the episode and uh, interact with people occasionally. Uh, you can follow us there on Translatable One, the number one. Spread a little love. Numero uno. And then, of course, <laughs> five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher would be greatly appreciated. And, oh, by the way, uh, we're on the porch once again, slightly different angle. If, mm-hmm. And this angle is so fitting to our outfit because we're wearing these Hawaiian shirts uh, from Bali. Tropical shirts. Tropical shirts, say. true. Not Excuse Hawaiian. Me. They're Excuse Hawaiian me, shirts from Bali. That right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Chad, by the way. Yeah. That red looks good on you, man. Thank red you. is a good color. This for is you. the second time I've worn this shirt. The first time was. Didn't a you wear it on the uh, your, your other pod, your Millennial State of Mind pod? Okay, you're right. This is the third time I've worn this. That might have been the next morning. Been but, watching um, you, Jared. <laughs> how'd you see that? Oh, I hey, follow you, you guys on, on Instagram. Instagram. You know? Yeah, of course. How else would I see um, it? And. Um, and uh, I wore it the first time I wore it. I was sitting on my front porch, and I got like three comments, like "I love the shirt," and I was like, "Oh wow, look right. at that! Look right. at that!" And uh, you know, I felt confident in it, so I had to wear it out again. They're, they're we perfect for this weather. We didn't, but it's it's hot out. This we got a heat wave now in Michigan. Yeah, coming out. Is it a legit days. heat wave? Yeah, I think uh, okay. around the U.S. Yeah, because we'll be in the upper 90s uh, yeah. Fahrenheit in the uh, 30s plus, and for our Celsius listeners out there, yeah. got to be inclusive here, Jared. I guess. So we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> patriotism. Speaking of being inclusive, Jared. Yeah. So a patriot, actually, the word patriot comes from Greek initially, hmm. uh, patris meaning father or land, patrios of one's parents, uh, patriotes, which then turn into Latin patriota, fellow or countryman, and then as I said, French. Patriot, that's probably not how you say it, but, but from 16th century, and then uh, they, from the 16th century, it then moved on into English. But so they had the word, you know, right? But you're saying but being a patriot, a patriot, is a patriot very, that's what they called like. But the I think that, a patriot is just someone who lives in a country and like loves their country. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think a patriot. It, it's that not lives in the country. No, anyone that lives and, and loves. No, anyone that uh, lives and yeah would be like. I would say anyone who lives in a certain country would be a patriot of that country. Sure. And then if you're patriotic, should I let? Yeah, sure. Let her out. She'll lay down in the sun. Is, uh, she's our she's our uh, third on. third on. guest on the pod. There Come on, Prudy. Good girl. Come over here. Um. All right, so so yeah, uh, I see but, what you're saying. But yeah, but I think patri- patriotism and being very patriotic, I would say, is a very American phenomenon. Yes, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm being nitpicky no, with no, words uh, here, no, Jared. Please, but, please, but yeah. So um, um, yeah, I would like to give an early shout out to some uh, patriots I've seen in the news recently. This is why I love Twitter. What have you been seeing? Have you heard about Ken and Karen, the Patriots yes, of Minneapolis? Yes, and I love that they named them Ken and Karen. <laughs> and the dude looks like a Ken. Like he has like a pink polo on and khakis, some like, yeah. Some just like pleated khakis. Some khaki shorts. They were both yeah. barefoot. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you're ever going to defend your property, you, you have time, by the way. Like right. it's not like people were immediately threatening you. Put some shoes on. Who, right. who goes out with the guns on and no shoes? And aren't, such weren't, an weren't both of them defense. lawyers? Ken and Karen, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. both lawyers, and they live in some sort where, of. Weird where was this? Was this in mansion. Missouri, Mississippi, I it was Minneapolis? Minia- oh, Minneapolis. Really? More okay. facts from Jared. Right. I believe it was Minneapolis or St. Well, St. Louis and Minneapolis. Those are right, right next to each but other. But the internet has just eviscerated these two people, and I think for good, for very good reason. Yes, yes, or maybe it was St. Louis. It might have been St. Louis. It might have been, yeah. Um, but yeah, and so people would say, well, they were breaking into a uh, like a gated community because I think they were trying to get to the but, mayor's house or something. Still. But it's like the thing about the guns is, is it's so weird how we we 
we as Americans, like mm-hmm. that's just like our first line of defense. Yeah, come outside with our guns. Like, yeah. like, are you telling me you're ready? To, you're ready to kill someone right now? Right. <laughs> and I was like, it's clearly not and, that and serious. For, and for yet. what too? And also, they're not coming into your house. You're coming out of your house. And then people right. were also talking about Karen because she had her little James Bond pistol with her finger on the trigger, on the trigger incorrectly, just pointed yeah. at people. And mm-hmm. then the people were also talking about Ken, how he was holding his gun backwards, like he was. <laughs> right. It's like neither of them had any sort of training on how to use the guns that they were holding. And it's it was just ridiculous, like, man. It's just like, and it's not, and people were like, well, they had the right to defend their property. You know, they're on a private property. And I was like, even if that is true, it is, it bothers me a- a- aggressively that that is their, that is someone's first sort of. That's your go-to. Like your yeah. thought, their first thought process is let me get my gun because I'm probably going to have, or there's a good chance I'm going to have to shoot someone. Right. It's like the, the fact that you're going to that so quickly is more disturbing and the fact that people are trying to be like well that's private property they have the right to do that and and not um and not see the concerning nature that that's just what you go to even if you're allowed to have it why is that the first thing and then there's right go ahead well and the other issue with this too is um you know there are so many other ways you can de-escalate any type of conflict and they had guns out, and they're technically, from my understanding, and it's, now it's hard to say. I've only seen the picture. We don't know the full context of the situation, but I think the way things look, and yeah. I could be wrong about this, but from the information I've gotten, which isn't very much, mm-hmm. but the way things look, it looks like they, yeah, they came out of the house with their guns, and you know, I just don't get why, yeah, that's the first thing you think of yeah is why you know and and it's not like people were robbing their house or destroying their property right um and even still i think why why is killing someone one of the first things we think of and i think it's a very american thing and and also the fact that people can justify it even Mm -hmm. if someone like it's like there's there's always a way to justify killing someone which is a very odd thing to me rather than trying to be like, did it? Like, yeah, maybe legally you're allowed to do whatever you did. Right. Although I don't think they're legally allowed to just point no. guns at people mm-hmm. like that. No. But al- but it's like, even if you're legally allowed to protect your um, your property, it's so weird that we're almost okay with killing people. And there's always like, well, you need mm-hmm. to hear the full story. Well, how did it start? Well, it's like clearly they weren't like being right. tackled to the ground, and like uh, and like clearly people weren't busting into their place actively. And it's like it's just so weird that it's, there's always some justification. Well, for and it. I think I think in the U.S. a lot of people, I think especially a lot of white people, have this fantasy of they get all these guns, yeah, and then, oh, protect I can't wait property, till somebody, family. yeah, I can't wait till somebody breaks <laughs> into my house so I can shoot them, you know. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, I think I don't see this. I'm sure there are people like this in plenty of other countries, without a doubt. But it just seems to me like just the sheer number of people. With guns in the U.S., not that everyone who owns a gun is a crazy gun lunatic, you know what I mean? But um, I yeah. saw a bumper sticker um, on my way home from your place last week. I don't remember exactly what it said now because I didn't really, but it sen- essentially said like um, where it's like um, e- either something like "I'm trigger happy, so don't test me," or like "I'm always locked and loaded." So some sort of like like Stupid, I dare you right. to, to right, <laughs> and it had like like it was like two guns like crossed mm. with some little thing essentially right. saying "Please rob me," right? <laughs> because I am just and it's it's almost like you're egging someone on to like like you want to yeah what you're saying it's mm. like they just like want they almost are trying to justify their 
their ownership of it. And, you know, another, uh, I want to give another shout out to a great American patriot that was in the news last week. Uh, actually, local, r- relatively local. And Auburn, Auburn Hills, I believe, a Karen was in the news. A, uh, I don't know exactly do? what the story was, but apparently it involved some uh, black people walking behind their car. And I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. But there was like a family. There was like a little kid there and like a, and like these two women. And uh, this Karen got out of her car, and and uh, now people were saying she at least she looks trained. She apparently by her stance and the way she was holding. I don't know. I mean, I know those other Ken and Karen weren't trained, right? But she, apparently she was trained and knew what she was doing. But she had her gun out at him, like back up, get away from me, don't don't get. And it's like, oh, I did see that one. And yeah. it's like I don't know what the story is, but clearly once again I don't understand how we're like. People are like, well, I need to see the full story. What's what's happening? What's like she's not being robbed at gunpoint, right? <laughs> Like, that's right. never part of the story, well, clearly. I think, I think a like, lot of Americans are quick to pull out a gun. Yeah. And it's and it's like why, you know, both of us have been in many different countries, um, and, and I can't tell you once where I've been in a situation where people, I've seen someone pull a gun on somebody, um, whereas I haven't seen it I mean, in the have States. You seen it here? I haven't seen it in <laughs> okay. the States, but I think the likelihood of it happening here is way higher. I haven't seen it here, obviously. Well, not obviously, but I have definitely been around people that are tangentially connected to me that have um like a uh, open carry licenses and, and have walked around just packing i had a friend right. in high school his brother uh can't we and i went to his like his family's easter party or something mm-hmm. and his brother was was locked and loaded at the easter party like like strapped with the belt thing Jeez. and i was like i mean it's one thing to have the license but w- what sort of threat are you right. uh saving us from like at the easter party. at the easter party yeah. at your <laughs> An uncle's house, right? <laughs> Why do you need it? This you couldn't even leave right. it in the car. You need like well, and and to once be and just, once again, it's well. Well, maybe he didn't. They're in Indiana too, so right. they, they love to. That's true. To do that stuff. I wonder though, too. maybe he didn't bring it in the car uh, or brought it in the house so he wouldn't leave it in the car. Because I know a lot of people do get their guns if their guns aren't concealed <sighs> in the right place. I guess you would. You would worry about, but once again, this you is could the also issue. not bring it with you, right? Exactly. <laughs> I think a lot of people have this weird fantasy, like you said, about like being the hero. Yeah, you know, having, you know, yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah, I I have a shout out. If we're, I mean, we're already you I know, listed, in shout out. Yeah, territory. please. I just love the the, right. the never ending Karen. Uh, right. There's so many more that have happened. Oh, and there's the way, that yeah. I haven't even Our Karen <laughs> episode was. We might have to do a Karen 2.0 in a month. <laughs> we could. That could. Uh, we could. A our show could Karen. be Karen. That's true. We could just do the a Karen whole spin-off podcast. Show. Right. <laughs> right. Invite them onto the podcast and get their get their opinion. That would be interesting, actually. But, uh, no, I, would, I don't want that. I would be really curious though to hear what actually goes through somebody's mind. Did you see the one? Did you see the one in? Uh, I don't know where this was, but there was at the, there was a couple, and there it was like their baby's one year birthday, and they were in front of their like their house mm-hmm. taking a picture, and, and maybe they're in the sidewalk or something. I don't know, but uh, oh no, I remember what it was. The dog was like uh, running up on on the uh, on the one year old, and it was like a little dog. But the mom was like, "Hey, could you not have your dog, you know, right. r- running up on my kid?" And then and then I, and then it turned into like, "Well, you don't belong here anyway." Oh, and it's like, "Why are you so afraid of my dog?" And she was like putting the dog up into their face. And like, and it's like, it never had to escalate to this point. Right. It's like it was, it's like you just got so offended that someone like, like told you what to do essentially, as you said on the other Karen mm-hmm. episode. But the reason I brought this up was not even to talk about her. Was well, was to talk about her. 
her she gave this little half-ass apology after mm. and and it was just the most pathetic thing it's like at this point why even apologize we should we should do an episode on apologies though because i yeah. do think there is a mm. way to i think some sure. apologies are warranted and i think some people are i think some people well she never apologized be, right she was like i love my neighborhood i'd never want to hurt yeah, people i want to really bring people apology. together she never yeah. even referenced the people that right right <laughs> in the video yeah let's do it here i'm gonna text that to you right now because our yeah. i always forget. our memory is shit yeah, i edit these I things forget. and i still forget right. it so so yeah but um yeah oh we had speaking of Fourth of July and patriotism, fireworks are a huge thing. Have you We've, been? Oh, I meant to ask you about that so many times. I've been hearing fireworks consistently for the oh, past. Oh, me too. Oh, even week? out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised out here because for those of you that I mean, you can We're see out in the if country. you watch yeah. on YouTube. Chad lives in the middle of nowhere. Essentially, I saw cows coming here. I never even noticed that before. Yep. Um, <laughs> Lots of cows. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I live. I don't live, you know, in a bustling city. But I live closer to Detroit. I live in uh, more of a sub- suburb. Yeah, more you're suburb, and, and you're more countryish. I would say. That's right, boy. I'm country <laughs> suburbs. <laughs> and uh, I've been hearing. Um, and dude, I'm. I swear to God. So I was sitting on my front porch reading my my uh, as I call it to Sydney all the time my slave book. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I was reading. Uh, stand from the beginning of the book I've, I mentioned that I've been reading and I swear to God I saw these uh, this mom and son walking down the street uh, and they and the and they just like as they walked past my house I just heard like I didn't stare at them but literally like I could still see them and I just heard like this sort of like not like a firecrackery pop mm-hmm. and I was like what was that and I it was on my street and all they were the only other people walking down the street and I and I didn't I and, and I, I was and but I've been hearing it forever, and I've been saying obviously I had no plan on actually doing this. But I've been saying one night I want to like track down the sound and figure out where this is coming from, because I feel like some of it might be coming from further away than I think. But some of Could it be. is definitely within like you know a, a couple mile radius. I mean, sound can carry pretty far too. Yes, um, that's true. We, we had one. It was funny yesterday. We had one while I was teaching. I was teaching, and then there was just this loud boom, <laughs> and. Uh, and at first, did your your students heard it? I, I don't know, but they definitely. I jumped. A they bit. saw I was, you. I was talking. I was like, oh, you know, jumped. I, I, first, I thought it was like a gunshot or yeah. something. You know, I wasn't sure what it was, but it was a uh, firecracker, obviously. Fireworks. What, have you been hearing? What do you? What What is this? Uh, how do people have this many fireworks all of a sudden? First of all, did, did the laws for fireworks change? Well, they are legal here Would you now. Mind, yeah, letting her in real quick. Thank you, Jared. Fireworks are now legal here. Because right. remember, people used to go to Ohio because and, yeah, yeah and, and, there and were the different places. levels of fireworks. Yeah, for the listeners that don't know, or Indiana lo- too. Yeah, we love our fireworks, especially around Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there are different like types. Um, yeah. and and they're more dangerous. The, the the you know more powerful ones. And they used to not be legal in Michigan, so people would go to Indiana or Ohio. Yeah, to and right on the border, there would be like <laughs> deals, tons deals, of fireworks. Deals. Yeah, and just like these bars. This huge sign. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> exactly, dude, America, man, America, America. But uh, yeah, that's true. Anyways, though, since we were talking about shout outs, I do have one shout out today. I do want to talk about those fireworks, though. We can talk about it more when we talk about patriotism. Okay, that okay, can be okay. A, a little teaser. Um, all right, let me let me find it here. My my first shout out today goes out to our brothers and sisters in Europe, the ones who gifted us the Statue of Liberty. France will be renaming streets after African World War II heroes. Oh, that's cool. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is according to the BBC. 
Uh, France's Armed Force Ministry has provided local authorities with a guide uh, to 100 Africans who fought for France in World War II so that the streets and squares may be named after them. Have there been protests, I wonder? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Wait, right here it says France's reappraisal of its colonial past is fueled by the global anti-racism protests. No, I mean protest and of Black like, Lives Matter. Like why we got to change stuff. Oh, right. Kind of protests. Right. Maybe. Yeah. There are many Senegalese and North African soldiers on the list, but none that was in interesting French Indochina. That's interesting. Africans played a big role in the liberation of France in 1944. Um, so there you go. So I think this is great, though, that they are. You know, I think uh, there's a lot of still colonialist and imperialist uh, things in society that a lot of people aren't aware of that just kind of float yeah. under the radar. And I think it's good that we are starting to do this. It's, you know, this doesn't solve the problem, but it's a nice step. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and I, I get so annoyed where we're like people talking about like, you know, we're getting rid of history, where it's like, this is not really, first of all, a lot, especially, I mean, at least the ones in the US, a lot of these, uh, statues that we have weren't even built like you know during that time they were built in like the 50s and 60s to sort of combat the civil rights movement but also it's like that's not how history is taught <laughs> it's like not at all. read a book right it's like the, the, no like you don't no no one like just goes around a city uh, did i lose my myself my audio keep talking um people no, i don't hear myself good. anymore did the headphones? Oh, wait, hold on. It was just a headphone thing that came up. Oh, right, sorry. I, think. I hear myself now. Um, it's just like no one... Um, yeah, that's just not how you learn history. It's like we're erasing history. It's like the history hasn't been erased. You've just... The only thing you know about these people is that they exist in the middle of your city, and which I assume means they're a good person or they did something good, right? Right, Like exactly. that's the extent of, your, of these people's knowledge of quote-unquote history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's great for uh, France to do that. So, yeah. So that's my shout-out. So yeah. sending lots of love to uh, everybody in France for uh, doing that France and making that happen. Um, well, Jared, I think uh, you might know what time it is. I do. Yes, it is time for our untranslatables, which are adverbs, axioms, idioms, phrases, sometimes even singular words that uh, we do not have a clean one-to-one translation with in English usually. So we are here, the two professionals and experts, yeah. I'm confident, confident to say at this point, <laughs> to be honest, man. Every time um, we have a guest on, it reminds me of how right. deep Although Zach are. P. was pretty good. He wasn't he too was bad. Good. He was he pretty was good. good. But I think people who but are bilingual, tw- trilingual, that's true. That's true. I wanted to give, I like to give the guest a chance and not just be like, oh, I think it's this. <laughs> right. Oh, for sure. Definitely. But yeah, so uh, speaking of France, Jared, I have a couple French ones today. Okay. And I hope you can help me with my French pronunciation since you have way more uh, schooling yeah, in French I than I do. That's I, not saying a lot though. Uh, right. Okay. So my first one for you is changer son fusil de pont. What's how do you, what's the fusil word? F U S I L. Fusil? Fusil, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Changer son fusil de P A U L E. De Paul? P A U L E. D, then E. Paul. Uh huh. Okay. So it's something about, <laughs> all I know is change. Yep. <laughs> change the got. shoulder you lean your gun on. Change the shoulder. Which is a good one wow. for today's episode. I tried to find some good ones today. Hold on, Chad. You, des- yep. you deserve a... Uh Brilliant. Nice. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do the, the old shotgun one that you used to have. That oh, sh- yeah. I still have that. 
<laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> so let's hope you get this right, Jared. Change you know the shoulder you lean your gun on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken could have learned that because I think he was holding no his kidding. gun well, He was direction. holding it on his belly. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he had enough padding yeah. there. He probably would have been okay. <laughs> he would have been all right. Um, change the shoulder you uh, is lean that just your like, gun on. Like, think outside the box? Uh, not, not quite. That's not a bad guess. Uh, let me let me try to give you some assistance here, Jared. Um, so, you know, we, we did an episode a couple episodes back about racism, right? Yep. And I, honestly, man, it was a it was a learning experience for me. And uh, some of the things I think I definitely had to change the shoulder I leaned my gun on a little bit with the episode. Like, is it like the hill you die on or like the, like your... Be- it's not as an... Oh, you're getting Like closer. your beliefs? Change your beliefs? Yeah, or change your opinion. Change okay. your opinion, oh, yeah, change your beliefs, change yeah, your yeah. perspective. Yeah, okay. but I think this is more just change your opinion. Yeah, not, not as... It doesn't have to be right. that deep. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that one. Yeah. That's actually... Got? Mm-hmm. Seems like a, one that a I don't know one don't for today. Here. Right. Maybe we should, Jared. Maybe that should become a drop. I don't want to. Oh yeah. Change the shoulder you lean your gun on, Jared. Yeah, I don't but know I, why I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> you know why? Uh, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Anyways, Jared, what untranslatable do you have for have me? Have you today? noticed, by the way? I wrote mm-hmm. this. Have you noticed that finding untranslatables is getting a little tougher? A little bit. I got to go a lot deeper these days, right? And get a little bit more creative with the languages I use. Mm-hmm. Think of more deep. All in the fun, though. All I guess in the so. fun. I guess so. It is I mean, we are 200 episodes in. I mean, we must have done thousands at this point. Yep. I would guess. Um, at least a thousand, I would say. Yeah, That's yeah, probably about that. a thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, my first untranslatable is Greek, and it is uh, Zekoliastika. Let me zoom in a little bit. Zekoliastika, probably. And that means, uh, I mean, this is, uh, you know, their translation unasked you know like your ass unasked unasked yeah also on, on a somewhat related note ass is a really funny word in english and the way we use it we should talk about <laughs> once again we should do an episode i think we did an episode about vulgar words we should do another one though okay on cuss words because i think there's more we can touch <laughs> anyways unasked let's get back that to your so untranslatable <laughs> it was but uh anyways unasked is it like you are like discombobulated uh, like no. out of sorts well yes but for a specific reason, it's it, it's it's not what you're thinking. Okay, but it's for, oh, I'll give you an example. Is it to be like worked to exhaustion? There you go. Like work my ass off. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, we say that in English. Work my ass off. Yeah. We have all sorts of ass ones in English. Work my yeah. ass off, dumbass. Work my ass um, to the bone. Yep. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. All right. Yeah. We're we do like the word ass. We do. Uh, all right. Why, why not? Booties are great, Jared. Booties are great. <laughs> not the way we use it. <laughs> right. All right. So my next one is also French. Uh, I don't know why, but I've been feeling, I don't know, that French uh, shout out today for France kind of put mm. me in the French mood. It's a, An it's extended a cool shout language. out. Yeah. We're shouting them out through untranslatable. Well, that's right. So here we go, Jared. La verre sans linger. Sorry. La verre sans linger. L-I-N-G-E. Long. Linger. Ling. Not longer. Okay. Link. Links. Because to have to be a, uh-huh. it needs like an e z, or uh-huh. it needs something uh-huh. at the end okay. to make it. And yeah, they don't, don't do e's like like Spanish or I see or German where they pronounce okay. it like that. I don't believe. Okay. So la versión link league links en familia. Uh, okay. I, I don't know. I, I mean, to obviously, wash I family. But. Dirty to wash dirty laundry in the family. I think this will be an easy one. 
Oh, is it just like to air out some like personal grievances? Yeah, getting together with your family and trying to settle your problems. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah. similar to. Um, yeah, good work. That's pretty <laughs> similar. Oh man, I, I really get myself going. That's pretty similar to like the English one of airing your dirty laundry. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like you're just clearing the air. I mean, French, I think French and English in a lot of ways are cousins when you look at languages. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say they're they're And culturally, very I don't think we're that different from France. Interesting. In a lot of ways. Interesting. In a lot of ways. Or I think culturally we are in some. Uh, you know, that kind of makes... I, I actually believe it because of how much... Uh, I mean, at least stereotypically, there is that sort of weird um, uh, like rivalry between us. Right. About um, Anyway, my next one is... Um, hmm. Which one do I want to do? My next one is uh, Greek. Again. I'll do Greek again. And it's... Uh, P... Pingesi sena kotali nero. Jeez. Pingesi sena kotali nero. The tough thing is, I think, I don't, the accent marks, I think, is like an emphasis mark. And I'm like, I don't know where to go. It's hard, yeah, it's don't hard forget to... about your microphone there, yeah. Chief. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to <laughs> know exactly what the oh, syllable stresses are in other. In other uh, Languages. Um, yeah, sorry, I was trying to listen to it because I was trying oh, to pick out that last word. It sounded like Nero. Yeah. Like nothing or zero? Or does no, it mean Nero? No, no. The name Nero, the person. No, no. What no, does no. it mean? What's you the... drown in a spoon of water. You drown in a spoon of water. Is it to be. Um, so it's be in over your head. Like too much, you're overwhelmed, you can't do it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Right? Wow. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Are we four for four this episode? Difficult. I think so. All right, well, I think we should end it on that because yeah. we got lots to say about patriotism yes, today, Yes, I'm good with that. I'm good um, with that. First of all, let's do let's do a fun little word association here with patriotism, Jared. <laughs> oh, no. Um, My favorite game. Yeah. I will say, at least for me, though, <laughs> when I try to think of, you know, I'm a positive person. Not that, not that everything about patriotism is good because there's a lot of bad to it. But when I think of patriotism, I think of red, white, and blue. Yeah. And especially in context with 4th of July, because you mm-hmm. see it everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, barbecues. Oh, a yeah. lot of hearty steaks. Yep. Hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Some dogs. All right, so word association. We got really distracted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. That was re- that was me. Not really distracted. We got distracted. But anyway, I was talking about uh, the BBQ. And I think that Mm -hmm. in general, not just on a 4th of July thing, but I think there is something very quote-unquote patriotic about a grill and grilling out, cooking food on the grill. Oh, for sure. very American thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Another thing I associate with patriotism is uh, military. When I think of patriotism, I think of... Of course. And I think countries, I think the U.S., we are probably one of the most patriotic countries in the world. Mm -hmm. But I think think China is a... Pretty close second, maybe even... That was an eye-opener with Zach. Yeah. When I, I, there were a lot of parallels that I'd never yep. realized yep. before. And from what I've heard, now I haven't been to Russia yet. I hope to visit at some point. Um, but Similar vibe? That's what my. That's what David was telling me. Um, you know, Germany is like the opposite, I would say, when it comes to patriotism. Mm-hmm. If you compare the U.S. and Germany, you know, you don't see the flags everywhere. Yeah. You don't see wearing German flags on clothes everywhere like you do in the they U.S. They have a weirder relationship. Well, not a weirder. It's probably a, a healthier relationship yeah. with their... with their. Right. Honestly, I think what it is is they just have a healthier and more aware uh, awareness of their history. 
Yeah, and I would one, agree. it is it does help that it's more recent, I guess. Oh, definitely. But also, I think they do make a point to teach it, and they still actively um, sort of police it, and, oh, and don't and don't allow and, and and you know try to try to stop it in its steps when it does still come up today. Mm-hmm. And we don't really yeah. do that here. Right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think military is a big one for patriotism. Yeah, what what other of, things? Uh, this idea of he- uh, heroism. Oh, yeah. Is it? Well, I think so, like, if you look at superheroes, just how mm-hmm. popular superheroes are in, yeah. in the media. It's funny, though. I've been doing superhero lessons with my students in Russia. And you know what their number one kind of almost unanimous superhero, favorite superhero is? Captain America. Yes, sir. Interesting. It's Captain America. You know, America. And, that's, that's, and that's the thing number about- Number two so, seems to be Hulk. That's the thing about a lot- See, a lot of the superheroes in, in these- in, in the movies, at least, most superheroes uh, in American. the comic books and stuff- A lot of them. Well, yeah, ev- yes. Even if they- You know, it's interesting because like in a lot of commercials and stuff, Americans will use like the British accent. But it to is sound more educated yeah, and elegant. Yeah, it's interesting that, mm-hmm. you know- these characters, these superheroes that a lot of them come from random, you know, lands and planets are all American speaking. How's right. that? How's that the case? But right. um, I mean, not all of them, but right. But, but then the, also but the American written comics. All there, yeah. there is a weird uh, relationship with superheroes because in like Spider-Man, Batman, uh, and these kind of uh, were like they're not heroes because. Uh, they go against the police, right? And so they don't. Oh, they don't true. do what the police tells them to do. And right. so, yeah, they're seen as heroes to but us. But they're vigilantes. Yeah, yeah because mm-hmm. but in the actual, they're never portrayed as actual heroes to the people, because it's like you the, you're circumventing the law. What and it's makes always you think you're like a small. And it's always a small minority of people who understand what yeah. the superhero is doing at the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, if a superhero were to appear real time destroy a city yeah, while they're being terrifying. a bad guy yeah like we would probably vilify it too you it's know like, even if their intentions are supposedly good that's but true yeah. especially especially yeah. since like the damage that always occurs but mm-hmm. also they're dealing with um a lot of them are dealing with characters that we would never have to deal with you know right it's exactly. like we're never gonna have to deal with uh doc ock coming or oh, maybe hopefully actually, not yeah actually, hopefully that seems not very possible that we could deal with you know yeah you Elon never know Musk is gonna bust out of <laughs> right with like one tentacles of coming out mansions <laughs> no kidding no lick has been completed (laughs) (laughs) um some more association with Uh, patriotism Uh, well when i think of patriotism uh, i mean usa obviously just comes up because i guess i'm american but also capitalism yes capitalism i think because at least in the u.s patriotism i think is viewed in some ways as a very capitalist thing pulling yourself up by your bootstraps right is very patriotic and american yeah, yeah yeah exactly um, let's see what else. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them, but let's yeah. let's dig deeper into this because this is just surface level stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um, uh, oh, no, 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 no. What? I have another one. I don't know. Cannot believe I didn't think about this. If you're just gonna say patriot, something mm-hmm. that comes to mind for me is uh, conservative or Republican. Oh yeah. How is it that? Although I would argue that libertarians are also very patriotic. Yeah, they probably feel like they're more. Yeah, but they're just um, they're just they're conservatives the that are socially <laughs> liberal, right? Well, yeah, they're yeah, conservative they're, that's socially liberal, yeah, more I, or less. Yeah, but um, but I would say that um, uh, like it like they're like how is it that the Republican has be, has become the sort of the one that loves America and the one that uh, cares about America. Meanwhile, the sort of the left-wing person mm-hmm. or the Democrat or the progressive or liberal, whatever you want to call it, they're the ones that like hate America and are always like trying to destroy it. I think it's all just because it's a narrative that the the right tries to tries to paint. Sure, I think, and I think that's what comes through on 
most media channels and platforms in the U.S. Um, but I would agree with you. I think a lot of I think the the right and conservatives try to use patriotism as a political weapon in a way. Yeah, you know, to 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 uh, disenfranchise someone, to make them seem like a bad candidate, a bad leader, a bad person, because they don't love America. Yeah, and they're like mm-hmm. the quote-unquote true Americans. Right. And it's so interesting, too. I that, think that's like, really racist. Like, uh, the, uh, when yeah. you say the true, because who, is, who are they really is. talking about? They're talking about white people, I think. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, I don't think... All of this is mm-hmm. sort of, I mean, all of this sort of true American, and, and you if you hate it, leave. These are all racist. Even if you're talking to, like... Like these are all racist undertones and all, <laughs> right? Like especially that if you don't like it, leave kind of and, thing. And the and worst part is that the people who really, in my opinion, would be even allowed to say that would be Native Americans, and yeah. you don't hear them say that. Sure. I've never heard an American no. Native American post something. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Well, but, and it's such a weird thing too because it goes against sort of this melting pot mentality that right. we have here where it's like right. oh this is what makes america great and i'm a firm believer in that really does make yeah. our country but then that goes along mm-hmm. with yeah but it, yeah but these people love america and they they're going to conform to what we tell them america is and i don't like that and i think i think some of the some of the best americans historically have been some of these immigrants who have come over here and and you know what is more American than, and this is the whole pulling yourself up by your bootstraps here, Jim. Right. What is more American than though, though than coming to this country, working hard, helping others, trying to become a better person? You know, I think that's that's um, ad, uh, recognizable uh, and uh, admirable in any country. Yeah. You know, um, but I think it's just a very American thing if you look at it as you are adding to our culture mm-hmm. by bringing parts of your culture too. And I don't think. I don't think assimilating is a, is a two-way street. I think it's unfair for people to just say, you have to come here and you have to learn our culture and this is how it is. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's how culture works in yeah. a realistic way. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like why? <laughs> and it's like, well, because you're in America. But it's like, yeah, but you, like... I've lived my like I lived I don't know I make a makeup scenario I've lived 20 years in America but I'm from a different country yet you're the first person that's come at me like this and (laughs) now I have to like conform to what you say Well, and the worst is when people when white people say go back to your country and what if it's like well I'm from here I'm American I was born here I was raised here and also it's so funny too where it's like like it, you guys are this are these hardcore Americans saying this since like follow what America is yet right America has never been built on conforming right <laughs> a patriot is right. literally no someone kidding. that did not conform right to what they were told to An do American to patriot. the point of yeah. murdering a bunch of people right <laughs> right murdering a bunch of people technically committing treason yeah you know I mean yeah I mean so I think there is this idea of rebellion and rebelliousness in ingrained in our culture because of the history of it yeah I but think that's for, where that's where also so much like contradiction lies right because you know then there's the thing with the confederate flag where it's like that is built off of i'm gonna go out there though jared and just say this right now and i think you will i don't want to talk for you but i think you will agree with this and i think it's safe to say that the untranslatable podcast i don't like to use both of our opinions here as one thing but i'm gonna say it and you can you can you know correct me if i'm wrong but we do not support, and I don't think you're a patriot at all if you uh, support the Confederate flag or the Confederacy for two. Re- I'll just say two reasons. I think there's many more than two, but one, they lost the war. Number one, and number two, actually, no, I've got them flipped. The first one is they supported slavery. Mm-hmm. Number two is they lost the war anyways. So, and they went against the United States. So, I guess three reasons. And also, there's, I mean, yeah, 
Sure. You're not a patriot. If, you, and I, if you're rocking a Confederate flag on your truck, you're not a patriot. And at this point, I think nope. there's no denying that it's a... It's just a symbol of, of racism, like straight up. Like, for yep. example, when, um, you know, NASCAR, um, you know, NASCAR, uh, 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 banned the flag. It? Yeah. And then they if did that NASCAR sort of. NASCAR is willing to ban a flag. And then they did that sort of. And I actually heard something interesting. The, like, for a while, like, NASCAR has been trying to be more inclusive for a while, but it's their fans that aren't, like, are the non inclusive ones. Right. And that doesn't surprise me. But, um, but it's just like, it's just like you, like, it's used. What it's used for is just a thinly veiled sign of like racism, essentially. Mm -hmm. Sure. And, and, and it is definitely, I think, uh, partially like a sort of intimidation thing. Right. And it, but it, but then that sort of whole contradiction of like, how are you going to consider yourself like a rebel in American, and then having right. those two flags next well, to each and other? What's make even worse? Even less sense. What's even worse is when I see the Nazi flag, the Confederate flag, and the U.S. flag. How like often do you see that? I mean, pictures online of, like, oh, white supremacy okay. rallies. And thankfully, I don't see it very often I mean, my basement. <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. Great, Jared. Thanks. The FBI is going to knock on our door tomorrow and be like, hey, can we see your basement real quick? Um, but, yeah, I just I just think it's ridiculous. You know, and these, these yeah. people who say they're a true patriot, these white supremacists, um, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Like, you're, you're just wrong. Like, that's... Is, is it possible to have to be a... Um to call yourself a like a patriot and it not be something that you sort of side eye. <sighs> I think right <laughs> now with the with the connotations of it, no. But I think it could change if if we view patriotism different culturally. I think if people begin to realize that you know, um, you know, black people here are Americans, Latino people, Asian yeah. people, all these. You know, I think if we if you view patriotism as as this kind of we are the best country in the world and and this more conservative from this conservative lens or viewpoint than no for I example think mm -hmm. i think as a whole i feel like it's safe to say that a lot of um a lot of people when they think conservatives or excuse me when they think patriots that was a weird Freudian slip they don't think uh like they're not thinking of like civil rights leaders or anything or like right. abolitionists and i would say they are incredibly american martin luther king malcolm right. x they are yeah like, very american I w are these people called patriots i would say not and no. even go going back but to i like, wonder would they want to be called patriots sure you know sure but That's I, a good I, question. I think uh, maybe not maybe not Malcolm X, but I think I don't know about Martin Luther King either, really. But I think there there are a lot of people that 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 like yeah, like they aren't saying they have any dislike towards the U.S. And I'm not saying this is me, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> right. I'm just saying people might say that and be like, yeah, I can recognize that there's racism, but I also want obviously want to stay in the U.S. and I'll, and I like it here. But um, like, but there has to be some sort of awareness of what's of the reality of it, mm -hmm. and and it's like, I, and I think that those pe there are people like that 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 would be okay being recognized as that because it's like then maybe there's a sort of sense where it's like America, there's a more equality to America and sort of a less sort of like it's so like there's black people in general for the most part have been here you know longer than a, a lot of mm -hmm. a good number of uh, white people here absolutely yeah. and and it's like uh, and when our the building blocks of the country but it's like um, no one sees like I don't know slaves as a pa as patriots granted they didn't really have a choice or anything right. and all that stuff but right. like it's just an interesting sort of idea of of, of like some sort of a super military person as right. a patriot right. and you have to like and also why why do you have to fight for your country to be a patriot yes 
Like, I'm not disparaging soldiers, and I think we should support the soldiers. But there is, like, this violent aspect to right. patriotism, which I guess right. they are... Does some of that also come down to the superhero movies and heroism again? Are we making a circle well, here? Well, I mean, it did start, though. I mean, when, it's even a bigger circle, is, as we mentioned... Um, Patriots, patriots kind of started. Yeah, obviously the word we didn't invent the word as Americans, right? But it, it, it had it had its rise in the U.S. with a war. You know, that's yeah. where it really started. Yeah, and with, with war. rebellion, right, is where that phrase started. So I, 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 yeah. So, but I think that is also sort of the the trademark of a good superhero, where it's like they they they. Especially one like you know these super American ones like Captain America, where it's like they are. Super, like they, he is a uh, a uh, soldier, yet he also kind of goes off the books a bit for America, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> and that's like, yay! Right. Yeah, I, I think I think the other thing too is a lot of people might even view the word patriot as almost they think of themselves, some people as patriots, as also being a hero to the country. Um, and I think a lot of like it's always funny. I love there's a meme of I forget what movie it was, but there's a meme of one of the guys and it's a. And it's a, he's a Nazi uh, German character um, in the movie. And, and it's like when you realize, and it was about the U.S., and it was like when you realize you might be the bad guy. And then the meme was like, are we the baddies? Because like I feel oh, like... Oh, that might be Jojo Rabbit. Sounds, c- could be. Yeah, it could be. Have you seen um, that movie? I told you to watch it. You'd I, like I it. Need it. Yeah, I need to watch it. But, um, but I think the whole thing here is a lot of times we can get so carried away with nationalism and patriotism and, and we lose sight sometimes of what's right and what's good to our fellow countrymen and women. Yes. You know? Um, I'm listening to you, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I just want to pull up one of my favorite patriots. Have you, have you heard about this, uh, about this woman? Uh, she's, like a, she's got like a, a New York Jersey accent. Uh-uh. Uh, all right. No. Let me just play this for you. of America. It started with Obama and Biden administration. Okay? Everybody's using the same fucking bathroom. Everybody gets a fucking participation trophy and everybody's fucking offended. Well, guess what? If you don't like it here, take your fucking She sounds bath, awful offended. Get the fuck out. Why don't you just go to China? China. Trump 2020 motherfucker. Oh, oh fuck god. <laughs> and She's terrible. And, oh, I, and she and the reason I played sure she, one because she, her accent is hilarious to right. me. But she is like some sort of like super American, you know. Oh god. And she's and, and it's it is that very like uh, it's like that very tough guy. It, yeah. it, it, that and I feel, I feel like t- ooh that's another one mm-hmm. and oh, not even just guy, yeah. soldier, uh, but tough, macho tough, toughness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like like not. Which I think not to some extent is not a bad thing, but I think we take it to an extreme here in the U.S. Well, I mean, we take it to the level of Ken and Karen on their lawn, right. uh, protecting their nothing. Right, right. <laughs> um, or, or we take it to the level. Well, of... And why? Why are some of these people so fragile? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what are they like so you... afraid of? That's what right. I don't understand. Right, exactly. That's what I meant to say. Exactly. Yeah, Jared. yeah. What are, what are they so afraid of? Right. And I think that shows some of the. Um, I mean, fragility of, like, like, like it, it, it with, with all of this sort of toughness mm-hmm. and all of this sort of, um, you know, hiding behind your guns and stuff. It really does, like, in a weird way, highlight the fear that people have. Yeah, and I think a true patriot isn't terrified of his brothers and sisters and his his fellow right. countrymen and countrywomen. You should be willing to have a discussion with them before it leads to you pulling out a yeah, loaded gun Yeah, responding with guns is, is a very yeah. odd response. Why, why can't more people... Someone not scared. ...respond <laughs> with kindness and empathy and trying to be understanding? But that's not... Know, no one idealistic. Anyways. Well, that's the thing. That's very unpatriot is empathy and kindness. Right. That's never... 
right. the same conversation of this true patriot Which was so empathetic. I think leads us to Jared. What I wish a patriot could be okay. or was. Uh, because I think this will also lead us uh, into our song on the pod today a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, which is, I think that I wish that you could be, I wish being a patriot meant that you loved and you cared for, I'm going to sound like a hippie right now, Jared, and you can chuckle and laugh and snicker all you want, but um, I think that really true patriotism would be taking care of your countrymen and countrywomen doing what's right and what's best for the country, I don't think having a huge military means that you are necessarily a strong country or that you are a patriotic country. I think it means you are afraid or you are willing to meddle in a lot of other countries' business. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wish patriotism was uh, inclusivity, this idea of one and all, all for one, not this mm-hmm. idea of... I'm the greatest because I'm a patriot and you're not because you're not white or you, you know, I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. That's never going to happen. My, <laughs> but, but I'll, 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 I can try to think of a, maybe a more realistic okay. one that, that I would like to see. And it does have to do with this idea of having the biggest, strongest military as well. I think there, there is something to, like we, we have this facade of being the, the best country in the world because of our military, because we have, a, a lot of rich people, right? Uh, but we, but you know, the income gap is just growing. And have the, we? Did we do an episode about why the U.S. is not the best country in the world? I don't think we have. We could do that. All right, I'm gonna, so I'll we, text we have. Yeah, we're ready for. Boom. We have our next, next two episodes we're right ready. there. Ready? Yeah. Um. Shoot. Oh yeah. So we have this sort of facade of the best country mm-hmm. ever. A lot of companies are here, and innovation does happen here. I'm not saying nothing good happens here and all that stuff, but I think that to really prove that we are the best country ever is to have as many citizens as possible living very good lives, you know, yeah. and having standard a high, yeah, yeah, a high standard yeah. of living where, um, like a large number of people are living a, a livable, I'm not saying that we're all right, running around in Ferraris. <laughs> we, <laughs> right. we all can, we all have, uh, housing. We all are, none of have us are food, afraid of clothes, healthcare yep. and we can just provide that stuff. Right. And I think that if we could do that and I, it seems like financially, it's not impossible to think that we could do that right up there with some of the, you know, best sort of countries that, you know, quote unquote, socialist right. countries and have the happiest, yeah, and best standards of living. And I, I, I feel like uh, uh, tr- true patriotism to me is not the sort of idea of like being the toughest or strongest country, and right. people are afraid of Would us. Would you mind letting her out? Sorry to. But living a but living Jared. a life where we can quote unquote brag that right. our uh, that on a whole our lifestyle is 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 the best, and not just right. and, and that everyone is living a, uh, a you know as many people as possible are living a quality lifestyle and not concerned about their next meal or if they you right. know, get sick, yeah. what's going what's gonna to happen to I think healthcare is a big one. I think in order, I agree with you. I think that's more realistic. And I think that is very patriotic. And, and I think that we, the fake patriotism is like this sort of, we're the best country. And we're rah, pretending rah, rah. that we're pretending that we're almost like, it's sort of, I mean, maybe we are, but it's like this sort of fear we strike into other people where it's like, well, we're not going to go to war with these countries because they would never want to go up against our military. Right, right. <laughs> where it's like, well, why, 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 is, do, why does it have to be at that level? Yeah. Why, why do we can't always we just, just, yeah, have good relationships with It's like, well, countries. people aren't fighting us because they're afraid of us. It's like, well, how about they just don't want to fight us? Or how about we have a good enough relationship <laughs> with them where it's yeah, exactly. positive that's and that's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will say this though, Jared. I think, um, I think in order for this type of patriotism to become 
uh, to exist, really, we're going to need people to change their views a little bit on healthcare, on qualities of life. Um, I'm not sure how we can do that. I think it could be done. But mm. I think, like, for example, I think there's a lot of Americans against the idea of um, healthcare for everybody. You know, a lot of Americans view healthcare not as a right, yeah. but as a privilege. So I think we need to somehow change that. Uh, but I think this pandemic has, and even, has showed some of that a yeah. little bit. And even people that have health care, like I feel like a lot of people feel trapped in their job because mm-hmm. it's like... Because of their health care. Yeah. Where yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, I got to make a serious decision about whether I want to leave this job because I might hate my job and want to do something else, but my job provides great health care. Right. And I'm, I'm ruining my standard of living out of fear of of this giant right. perk of working for a company. Like I'll tell you right now, Jared, like I, I have basic health care, but I don't have great health care because I'm yeah. paying out of pocket right now. You yeah. Know, I can't afford I can't afford right now basic medical things. And it's a shame. Thankfully I'm healthy. You know, I'm very lucky. Um, and as an American, I know plenty of other Americans who are listening to this right now could say me too. Well, how do you get your health care? Uh, it's through, uh, it's just through a, a company. It's just Priority Medical. Okay. Is it expensive? I- it's like, I think, 60 or 70 bucks a month, but that's just major medical. Right, so that right, means right, if right. something really serious happens, I'll be covered. Right. Um, I still have like a $1,000 deductible. Luckily, I've been smart enough with money with this last year where I do have, you know, a rainy day emergency fund where sure. I could cover that $1,000 deductible. <laughs> but if I get sick, but a lot <laughs> right. of Americans don't have $1,000 they can just sure. throw away if they get sick. And, and you don't sh- have a right. steady like uh, right. like expense stream also, which exactly. is a benefit too. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I work for a company that provides uh, great insurance, and right. I don't feel trapped because I like my job. I'm right. not, I like, I, I'm happy to be there. And you have a good job, I think. But sometimes, yeah. in a weird way, I do feel a little, like, guilty, you know, where it's like, well, I, like especially since, you know, I'm your age, I, I'm relatively healthy. I don't use my insurance anywhere close to its fullest, to its right. fullest extent. But it's like, I just have, like, this, and, and, you know, I sh- but it's not that I shouldn't have it. Is that everyone should should right. uh, have this sort of right. you know lack of fear of what if I what if something happens to my health, and right. so it, like it, it's it's a weird sort of you know for example like we walked by we walked through Cranbrook a couple of weeks ago I told mm-hmm. you about, and uh, it, it made my partner kind of sad because she was talking about how like it made her think about like all of the public schools and all the terrible schooling systems in our country right. and you walk around Cranbrook which is one of the nicest schools in the country yep. definitely in Michigan super nice yeah and they have like every sort you could they have looms they have like mm-hmm. a whole like, you, like giant art studios yeah, and museums crazy. and it's in in a and it's just like a state of the it's better than a lot of colleges yeah and um and, and she's like I'm sad not even because I don't think that this school should be here but it's like I wish just like or she's like she's like I wish more people had access to this I wish this was right. accessible right. to the common right. person you don't have to pay a college tuition to go right. to this high school and middle school right well Jared let's I just want to say here here and now let's propose some new patriotism uh, and be a true patriot yeah. by um, the like, smartest like country said. in the world yeah the smartest the most inclusive yes the happiest the healthiest notice we didn't say wealthiest because yes. I think I think money is important but I I think if we if we continue going the way we go with you know the top one percent hoarding all this wealth and we have so many poor people um, it's going to become a breaking point at some point I think know? there also is something to another thing of patriotism I thought of is made in America yeah there's a very weird also uh, 
thing there where where you know like that that's very like pr- a very proud thing whether it's your mm-hmm. car or your jeans or but something. But I will say I do think and maybe I've been brainwashed here Jared, but I do think a lot of made in America goods are very high quality. They're yeah. well made, you yeah. know. Well that um, that's the yeah. thing is and I think there is something to that. And I think there also is and the reason I bring that up is because I think another thing i love about patriotism is the idea especially today of like innovation Mm -hmm. and i think back in the day a lot of that innovation uh used to be sort of thought innovation a lot of it was racist but uh (laughs) yeah but um there was a lot of innovating ideas and i think Mm -hmm. that there and you know now technology is a big innovator and i think that being sort of on the cutting edge is a very is very good for patriotism as well and just right. for being like this sort of country where we can it that helps with with uh with everything that we're talking about here and i think that um that kind of go, goes along with the made in america thing i'm trying to for some reason extend an olive branch you know right. and be like listen we can there there, there can be a, this whole aspects of i um, think we can make patriotism positive sure yeah. it's not easy but I yeah think you've proposed some really good ones i think the whole smartest Innovation's important. And I think, yeah, if you do look at the past, I think there's this weird thing right now going on in the Amer- in the United States where I think there's this kind of anti-intellectualism kind yeah. of thing where people just want stupid, funny TikTok videos and they want, you know what I mean? Like, and it like, goes along to, like, with athletes, stick to sports or right. stick to whatever you is You can't your... have a political opinion if you, yeah, play basketball. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, or football or whatever. Yeah, it's And, it's and I think that's weird, too, also because... Um, it, because I I, th- I feel like patriotism would be a lot better if people actually, these people that were even believed to be t- patriots stuck to like these tenets that America is even built off of. Right. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm in love with the, the tenets that America is built off of, right. but I will say it's that the people perfect. that do claim to be patriots don't adhere to them anywhere close to right. what they say. You well, know, they, they have a very twisted view of what whether they it are. comes to free yeah. speech, whether it comes to protesting, whether it comes to. Um, freedom of press, all right. these things have been so bastardized today, and it's it's a very odd idea of um, of patriotism that only works if 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 you are agreeing with someone. Right, right. Yeah, I think I think it needs to be more inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think we need to change the way people view patriotism, um, the United States, because right now I don't think it's, I don't think patriotism is a, a healthy phenomenon. No, and it is a very American phenomenon, right. I will say. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you mentioned other countries sort of have a similar vibe. Right. But I think that we definitely take it to another level. Right. Exactly. Do you? How do you feel about... Um, how do you feel about... Um, Prudy. How do you feel about uh, 4th of July celebrations? They seem I'm, a little I'm stupid wor- these I'm days, I'm worried don't about they? it this year especially. I'm a little nervous. A, I think there's going to be a big spike in a couple weeks after the 4th. Yeah? You here. Oh, you're worried about it because of the Rona? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I think in general... Um, I think they're just very... I, I think they're just uh, they're very misguided. Yeah. You know, I used to always... Not always, but a lot of summers I would spend my 4th of July in Red Lodge, Montana, visiting my cousins and my mm-hmm. family, and they would always have a little parade. Um I kind of liked it, though, to be honest. Yeah. I think there are facets of I mean, 4th of July I like, but I sure, do think it's it a party. is overblown. It's, that's the thing. is It's a big party. It's yeah. a huge party, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Well, Jared, should we... Um, all right. Here, let me get her in. Uh, yeah, Chad, Chad's... Uh, every time someone... Chad's... Every time someone new comes to Chad's house, uh, Chad's dog has to um, interact with, with, the, uh, with that person. <laughs> And if she can't, it causes a, a whole problem. Yep. She's a needy dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. pretty good, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. She was really being a, a good. But girl uh, you for know, the most she, part. every time someone new comes over, she's like, "I gotta, I gotta vet this person." Right. Well, I mean, yeah, they want to see who it is. Now we got a. Little you kept recording, flyer. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, yeah, making I didn't sure stop. because I was gonna keep yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about your song of the uh, pod because, or our song of the pod because mm-hmm. you you brought it up a few weeks ago when we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had mentioned I never really realized uh, how patriotic of a song it was mm-hmm. just because you know it's so easy to get caught up right. in the guitar that's happening and that's not the true lyrics. yeah so our song of the pod for today's episode is called machine gun by Jimi hendrix uh and yeah it's it's actually the way i became acquainted with the song jared was in high school um maybe even younger i guess but uh when i really became more aware of the lyrics and stuff was high school i actually had to do a project for my social studies class and i had to look up anti-war uh music um, well, there were a couple choices for projects. That's one I picked. You know, I'm a music nerd. I think our sure. listeners know by now. It's a pretty safe thing to to say. And uh, so, anyways, they uh, the the assignment was pick five songs. Uh, and this was back when we burned CDs. I feel mm-hmm. old saying this, Jared. CDs. Well, I burn a CD with uh, <laughs> with five with five songs on there, and uh, Machine Gun was one of the five. And, uh, you know, the song was written during the, I don't know if it was the peak, but it was written during the Vietnam War. Yeah. And it's a response to the Vietnam War uh, going on, which many Americans opposed. Um, And that was a big part of art and pop culture in general was was, uh, a lot of, I guess, I'm not going to say just opposition. But uh, a lot of, you know, commentary on, on, on right. the war. Right. And I think this is a very patriotic song because it actually talks about how we we really aren't that different from people of other countries, yet we are so willing to go to war to fight for the U.S. government and, and kill these innocent people when yeah. we're both just the same. Yeah. You know, he says, I, I pick up my axe and I fight like a farmer now. So he's talking also about, like, a lot of common people who had to go to war that, you know, never returned. And I think, unfortunately, if you look at American history, it sounds like there's Someone a drag race. Someone is going yeah. so fast right now. Right. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely a drag race. I'm hurried. I'm worried I'm going to hear like a <laughs> eventually. That Ooh. sounds like a like an exotic car going top speed. Right. No kidding. <laughs> there is that flat, you know, straight yeah. straight away on this road. I guess we so. Live. So, yeah. Anyways, back to our song on the pod. Yeah. So it's, well, what, what are your thoughts on it, though, Jared, on Machine uh, Gun? I find it, you know, it's interesting. It, that's another thing that, you know, it's it's not really in the zeitgeist as much today as it used to be, but it is. That's another interesting thing that is very considered anti, uh, or excuse me, uh, unpatriotic as anti-war mm-hmm. and all the anti-war. Well, I think that's sentiment. very American. And it's like, why is it bad for us not to want to send our own people to fight a war that they don't even know what it's about? Right, and <laughs> and they're they're likely to be killed. They're killing other people. A right. lot of innocent people die in war. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, yeah, it's but not uh, not well. I guess yes, our innocent people, but. Right. Not our, not our, you know, citizens. Right. And so it, it, it's a little, it's so easy to de- detach yourself. But from the I fact think that's that, the issue that like you mm-hmm. don't like these people are so easy to it's like even now it's like um, it, I feel like people don't realize like when they say you know this many civilians were killed it's like they're talking about people like us just yep. walking to the grocery store yep. and then or boom, driving on the street then there's yep. just like a giant missile lands in the middle of your city right. and it's like I feel like people don't have that connection to like this is just a, like like these people ha- are as connected to the war as we are which is right. n- you know knowing <laughs> not really knowing why it's happening although they're even more connected because they're the ones actually being attacked by it right exactly so i think this is a very patriotic song obviously yeah. as you mentioned the guitar work is great yeah i think it's about nine or ten minutes long uh yeah 12 um, i think yeah yeah, so There's eighteen different versions of it, though. So, yeah. yep. So, yeah, but it's it's a good one, uh, and I think uh, a, a lot of being a 
being patriotic and being American is voicing your opinion, mm-hmm. protesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's I don't think it's unpatriotic to be anti-war. Um, also, to be honest, I'm not anti. I'm not anti. I don't. I'm. I don't have anything against people who want to work in the military or want to be a soldier. I have. They want to serve their country. I have sure. nothing wrong with that. What I have a problem with in the United States is just the amount of money we spend yeah. on military. I think it's wasteful. I think it could be spent in better ways. Um, and I don't think if you're anti-war, you're anti-American, or you're not a patriot. I will say I don't have a problem with people going to the military either. But I, I for it, some people, it's a good option. It is, yeah, and it's a good way to get a college education, all that stuff. Yep. But I think for those people that are very like gung ho about protecting America, that bums me out a little bit because I think that's super misguided. Yeah. But I'm not going to deny that it's a great way to um, to like get a jump start to your life, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have a lot of great opportunity, especially for college or absolutely um, or I don't know employment. I don't well, know. I know some people have joined the military because of the travel. Yeah. You get to live that's in true. different countries. That's you know, true. If you're on different bases, depending on what branch you work in. So, yeah. So yeah. Um, so let's recap today's episode, Jared. Um, so patriotism, we've I think we've we haven't even covered half of the iceberg here, but I think yeah. we've talked about quite a bit of it. Uh, I think right now American flag swimwear that's yep. a big part of it. Big thing, American flag anything. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> that's um, true. I almost wore my Do It for America shirt that we have oh, from our fraternity yeah. that has an American flag on it for some reason. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think though patriotism. And being a patriot could become a good thing one day, maybe. But I think a lot will have to change with it. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but the reason I don't think it will is because our the entire like our values have to change, right? And as it a takes country. a long time for values to change. Yeah, and that doesn't we're, just, we're yeah. fickle. Yeah, it doesn't right. change overnight. That's for sure. And it probably takes some sort of right. Um, you know, I don't want to say catastrophe, but it takes right. big events. I guess kind of like what's happening right, right now, to be That's fair. That's true. So, Jared, what are some, let's just recap uh, or end today on some positive notes, though. What are some good things or some good things that could come of being a patriot or patriotism? Well, first of all, you know, I like a great barbecue uh, just as good as the mm-hmm. next person. That's fair. I can eat a dog or a or any sort of That's good barbecue meat. I think also being proud of your country for um, good achievements is also a, a good part of patriotism you know i think yeah. some of the you know i think sports are a huge one we didn't even really cover oh my sports gosh are i meant to I, I, yeah. let's talk about this a little bit i wanted to talk about famous patriots and mm-hmm. the, I, the first one on my list was definitely going to be tom brady right oh, the, <laughs> and not only because he used to play for the patriots and that's a pun yeah that's but funny. um but because i think i think like there is something to especially football and baseball yep. this sort of all American, American is apple pie, and, and, it's, and it's, it goes a lot with the the white quarterback. Yep. Um, uh, or it goes along with sort of the the um, the superstar baseball player, usually a white dude, even though most of the superstars these are days Hispanic. are from yeah, yeah. Dominican mm-hmm. Republic or something. Right. <laughs> um, and it, it, it is it, that is such a huge part of it. You know why? Because we look up to these people like they are saving our country. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it is sort of a same her- her- heroicism. In, in yeah. a weird way, it's a similar sort of heroicism, not because they're helping us in a similar way. Don't get it twisted. But because right. on a physical level, mm-hmm. it's a similar sort of achievement. Right. Uh, like you're like you're sort of the peak physical tough guy. Right. Whether you're in the military or you're in sports, it's a different sort of toughness, obviously. For sure. Um, but you're still sort of at the peak of your game um, physically. If right. you're, if you know, they're if you're in a sport, and I think they're, and, and so you're, so 
there is that no one can mess with you. You know, you look at most football players and they always joke about like, listen, I don't want to cross paths with that guy. Um, right. And it's like they're sort of like you can't beat them up kind of vibe that sort of makes them. And they are, you know, you know, representing our cities and our states. And we feel like they are a representation of who we are. And so when they win, it's like we're winners. Right. And uh, yeah. And and. And uh, and that's why I think it goes along with these American sports, and it's like these Tom Brady esque people, or these uh, right. or these Babe Ruth um, people are are, are 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 you know you know looked up to like oh this guy's a real American right look how far he throw Brett Favre right look how know? far he can throw a football or yeah. uh, Peyton Manning you know right yeah that's fair he looks good in some Wrangler jeans <laughs> right <laughs> I think jeans are also very American uh, that's true that's yeah well that's because they, I think they're I think it right. started with right. slavery, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, prob- probably. Because I, 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 I believe so. Because they're very tough and durable. Mm. Um, I mean, they're working pants. Yeah, Levi's jeans in general, or not Levi's, but jeans in general are working pants. But yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think patriotism is definitely a, a an interesting and very complex issue, Jared, without a doubt, and especially in the context of the United States. Yeah. Um, so let us know what you think about patriotism or how you uh, express patriotism uh, or you don't at untranslatablepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, see this beautiful background and see our epic shirts today at uh, Untranslatable Podcast. Also check us out on YouTube for our song of the playlist, our song of the pod playlist today, Machine Gun by Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And as we say, let us know how we can make this episode better for you. Uh, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias, shishe, and dos vidanya. All right, good work. Oh, I was hoping uh, to have you play Machine Gun, but I forgot to mention it before, but this is okay. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I yeah, think dude. we could have talked a lot more about sports. I didn't, um, I didn't even okay. think about it. Yeah, that's okay. I thought we were talking more about some of the deeper issues than sports anyways. Yeah. So, we um, covered, yeah. I think I think we covered the idea of it, where it's yeah. like, it is like these, like, like these all-American sort of... Uh, I think being back in America, too, I think I have a different appreciation uh, for patriotism and what is being patriotic or patriot. Yeah. I'm quit. Yeah. (laughs) We ain't quitters here, Jared. We're Marvins. And and it's it's hard for it's it's hard for uh, you know a lot of black people to right. uh, relate to patriotism without sure. feeling some sort of um, I, I could see like that conf- uh, confliction there. Absolutely, yeah. And I think and I think that's totally okay. Yeah, Not, it's I think it's okay to feel that way. I don't think it's okay. That's how it is. <laughs> of course, I know. What you mean. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, well, cool. Well, I think we'll uh, we'll end this bad boy because we got some.